Welcome back to the Brick House. Season 1, Episode 5. You are listening to Joseph Brennan and Andrew Pasayo. How you feeling? It's been a week. Uh, not not so not so great on the health side, but uh, I, I didn't go to the hospital. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you didn't have to amputate anything this they, time. They, they didn't have to amputate anything last time. I thought about they, it. They, they never thought about it. But you thought fun. about it. No, I never actually thought about it, but <laughs> fine, whatever. Put words in my mouth. No, I uh, just fucking weather change we went from like nine degrees last sunday to like 55 and it just fucked up my sinuses i'm hella dried out right now crazy so i went and bought went to to rite aid up the street and bought the uh the vaporizer for from Vicks. yeah you bought a yeah. vape no i did not buy a vape joe i bought a i think it's called a humidifier correct yes i bought one of those yeah very nice yeah it's it's providing moisture in my room so you went from feeling like gandhi's dried out flip-flop to feeling like Less of Gandhi's dried out flip flop because I'm not 100 percent yet, uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, another day, another you know, another dollar, getting here and get there. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 a Sunday night. We're chilling, doing our normal Sunday night bullshit, sitting, talking about new music, talking about shit we've been listening to, what we've been watching on the TV. Yeah, another day, another dollar for us at Brickhouse Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Brickhouse Pod. No C at Andrew Pissarro at Ba da 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 ba da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, Let's jump right into it. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, first off, upon further review, uh, we like to apologize for the... I wouldn't say apologize. I apologize for nothing. I would just say that the pod sounds better when we turn the microphones on. Because, so we taped hands up, all posterity, you know, pan, pulling the curtain behind, you know, the odds and shit. We were taping two episodes today. We, we obviously, it's out already, but our interview with Saze is on the internet right now. And you can listen to it. And if you haven't listened to it, pause this episode, go back and listen to that one. Because we had a 45-minute discussion with him about... Music and artistry and albums and favorite yes. places to eat in Brooklyn. It'll be much better than this episode. I disagree with that. I think all of our episodes are great. But yeah. We forgot to turn the mics on. Right. We turned record on the computer on and we recorded over the microphone in the computer, which... Um, Sounds a bit tinny. It doesn't sound great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Also, when I was editing it, it didn't download properly. It only downloaded the first 14 minutes and then I downloaded the rest of it properly the second time. And when that happened, I tried to, like, do noise canceling on all the background shit, and I fucked up when I did it the first time, and so that's why, like, the last eight minutes of the th- the first of the last episode sounds better than the first 14 minutes, because I, I actually, like, figured out how to do it the second time around. Well, so. we're still learning. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Bear I mean, with us. Bear with us. We're doing this pod live from my fucking bedroom. We're doing bedroom. the best we can, guys. We're, do- we're live from the bedroom, live from my bedroom, and, well, we have the Secret Fortress in Queens. What are we calling, what are we calling our, our, the Brooklyn house? Like, we haven't... We haven't... The Brick House. Uh, yeah, we are live from the Brick House today, so... But yeah, we're we're figuring it out one day at a time. I, I mean, but this is us. Like, I'm I'm avoiding any adult level of responsibility I can as long as humanly possible. Like, I don't want to grow up yet. Wait, wait until you're 26. It's coming. <laughs> it's July. You're gonna start seeing gray hairs. Your left arm's gonna start Fuck hurting. Fuck you! I don't need that. I don't need. You might even lose a toe. All right. Did you? I, there's no gray hairs in your head. You still have all ten ten toes. Yeah, I do. I almost lost two. When? When I dropped the cast iron skillet on it. The fuck? It's a long story. Okay. We won't get into that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so obviously this is a music podcast, so let's just jump into the new music that has uh, graced our ears in the past few weeks. No no big albums yet, by the way. I haven't been like, oh yeah, first big musical release of 2018. We're recording this on January 27th, clearly obviously still waiting for the illustrious drop of uh, Kanye West's new project, Yandi, but yeah, yes. I digress. But there was a nice... A uh, new release from Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridges. Uh, they did a col- collab. Uh, they call is that it- what the kids are calling it? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> uh, 
They're calling it Better Oblivion Community Center. It's a cool album. It's it's, it's a nice mesh between uh like the grainy Connor Oberst like I'm almost like a wine and the, the like rich lush voice of Phoebe Bridges. Um, if you're gonna check it out, check out the track Dylan Thomas. Or check out our Spotify playlist, which you can find. Which on will your... have the song Dylan yeah. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Breakhouse um, Pod, no see. Next one, you should take. It's your boy. Oh, yeah. Well, I found this and sent it to you. Uh, Logic dropped a new single called... Um, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I'm not going to like sit here and hate on it. Look, I've been listening to Logic since mixtape days, but it's a good single. It's a good track. He put out a shit ton of music last year. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, this is an all-time great Logic song, but like, it's a good song. Throw it in a playlist for like a Friday night or like a, a pregame. Or like, honestly, I could put it in my gym playlist or like my walking to work playlist. It's it's upbeat. It's good, but it's not. It's nothing like mind shattering. Like it's, no, but it's it, a good it's song. It's been done before, but yeah, it's solid. It's his same usual style and linguistic and rap and you know rap format, but it's still a good track. Would but, you say he's riding the gravy train? A little bit, I think so. I think he was doing that on his last album, uh, uh, Young Sinatra Four, which is YSIV. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think I would say the same thing even about Bobby Tarantino too. Was he, he he has a style. He's playing to it. I haven't really seen him kind of defer from that in a while. But I also feel like you know he he went hella viral and platinum on that the the Suicide Hotline song, which look had a great message. But I think a lot of people just assumed that was his whole shtick. And I think he kind of has had to on his releases go back on some of the stylists that he used to get himself there. And now that he's at the forefront of the rap community, he's kind of going back on that same style instead of expanding to kind of just make sure that everyone else knows about all his old stuff. But Logic fans are, are we're, we're, um, we're fiends for his shit. So like I said, I, I if you come up and be like, oh, I really like Logic, and you tell me like, oh, like, yeah, his third album is my favorite album, I'm, I'm going to clearly know you're not a Logic fan. Like any any true blue Logic fan is going to be like, yeah, my favorite release is this mixtape. But mm-hmm. Well, if it's not broken, don't fix exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Like I'm not. I'm He's not. got his style. People like it. I'm not gonna stop listening to him because of the because of this track. Like it's not like oh he's not expanding blah blah blah. He's but stays not. He's still doing a good job. We also had a new release from Gary Clark Jr. going on a, a tour. I believe he's playing the Beacon Theater in a few months over in Manhattan. What was your initial opinion on this song? It was very different for Gary Clark, who's very different style. Very different style. So we know Gary Clark to be like a like a virtuoso of blues guitar. I mean, one of the best freehand guitar players in the past, yeah, fifteen years. He's probably the guy, in my opinion, who's who's done the best job of like breaking into the mainstream with that style of guitar work, because you're just not seeing that. I mean, he didn't get a lot of radio play in, in the contemporary music, right? Yeah. But, um, I mean, he wrote "Bright Lights" was the the theme song for the 2012 NFL Draft. He's been successful in getting you know, people know his music. They don't realize they know his music. He played with the Foo Fighters. You know, you you have to be some kind of big name to open up for the Foo Fighters. But it's like a I'd say he definitely had a hip hop influence on this. Also it's incredibly political. Yeah, very very much so. Um, it's called This Land. It was dropped on the 10th of January and um he drops the N bomb in in the track which not a regular um uh, lyrical choice in in the rock community i'm not like being like oh i don't like it because i don't care like put whatever the fuck you want in music but it, it kind of took me by surprise it's clearly anti-trump and there was like a, a music video type thing that they released with spotify um when i like first clicked on the track to watch it on spotify or listen to it on spotify on my phone and like brought up this video and it's like 
it had some like slavery connotations. There was like a plantation type thing on fire, him playing guitar in like a clearly like Southern inspired set. And it's like, I get it. Like it's still a good song. I just, it kind of felt a little like almost scripted for something he wrote for like an FX TV show. So do you think he chose to write this or do you think he was kind of pushed by like a record label or a business to write this? I don't know. Um, I kind of think the latter. I kind of feel like this was something that was like, or someone commissioned him for this project and he obviously kind of put his own spin on it because again, like like I said, there was stuff that I've never seen from Gary Clark before in this. And again, it was musically, it's a great song, Mm -hmm. but uh, if you go in expecting Gary Clark, it's not, you're going to be disappointed. But if you go in with no expectations, it's honestly a really cool song. Yeah. And that's exactly how I'd spin it. It, it. It don't let your, you know, previous judgment about him as an artist you know cloud your thoughts on this but it's still a good track mm-hmm. we also had a new release two new releases from uh, vampire weekend who haven't put on anything in like six years yeah i believe so it's been a while yeah. i've never been a big vampire weekend guy i would call myself a closet vampire weekend fan yeah you don't really, you don't really tell people you kind of hide about yeah, it Yeah, it's not one of those things I, I go out you know flag on the streets that i'm a vampire weekend fan but i mean to be fair though you're the opposite of that with a lot of other indie bands that you're like dude i listen to this band all the time and like it just surprises me that you're like a closeted fan of. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get into uh, the psychology of it, but when, when you break it down, Vampire Weekend, I fucks. Um, but the new the new tracks, you can definitely hear the lack of Rotsum. Uh, Rotsum left the project, and he's doing his own shit. He's producing tracks with everyone. Um, it's it's solid. Um, it's not as good as their old shit, if you ask me. Uh, I listened to one of the tracks, and it sounds like something that should belong in a Disney movie right after the rain clears. Yeah, it sounded like Moana, too. Moana's a good movie. Every every kid's loving Moana. So, I mean, maybe Vampire Weekend's just marketing to the next wave. And lastly, one of our favorite artists who we're going to see uh, at Warsaw on March 22nd, I believe, Home Shake. Love Home Shake. Love Home Shake. Listen to Home Shake in the... Uh... We'll talk about that later. In the shower? Uh, no, it wasn't the shower. No. Again, I'm talking about how me trying to like get over this being my sinuses all dried out. Uh, took a nice little schwitz, if you know what I mean. So we don't we don't pay for water here in my apartment. So I just uh, went into the bathroom, uh, turned the shower all the way to as high as it can go, and just kind of sat there, steamed out the place, threw on a little home shake, threw on a little tame impala, threw on uh, some Mac DeMarco. No Sade, surprisingly. No Sade. No, we found out about Sade. If that was my bathroom. It would be strictly Sade. Strictly, strictly Sade. Strictly Sade. Yes. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you can do better than that. I feel like there's a I, lot. Excuse of... me. Don't, not, don't no, insu- I'm not taking shots. Don't I'm... insult my queen like that. <sighs> All right. Well, you know who my queen is—the one and only Courtney, baby. Latifah. No. <laughs> Courtney Barnett. <laughs> oh yes. Courtney yes. Barnett. Again, I would listen to Courtney Barnett in the Schwitz. In the Schwitz. Yeah. In the Schwitz. How would you feel if Courtney Barnett was in the, the Schwitz playing guitar? I don't think to that, you. I feel like that'd be not good for the guitar. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. It wouldn't, unless it was acoustic. But even still, no, no, it would warp, warp the damage. Wood. I feel yeah. like I feel like I feel like I wouldn't want her to do damage to the instrument like that. Yeah, maybe she should just sing to you or read the paper. Honestly, I I don't want Courtney in that situation. Like, like to be honest, like I don't like. What if things go wrong? Like, what if I break up with Courtney Barnett? I can never listen to her music. Again. What if you accidentally fart and then it just smells? <laughs> yeah, awful? that would be that would be the worst situation. She would never come back. Exactly. So this is this is this is why. The most I ever want to do with Courtney Barnett is interview her on the podcast. That's all I want. Amen. Amen. Uh, moving on, that brings us to uh, our favorite bathroom 
music and bathroom well, okay, songs. Okay, first of all, don't say bathroom songs because that, <laughs> implies, that implies an entirely different thing from what we're actually talking about. We're talking about songs songs for a... To listen to in the bath. What What are you putting on? Why? Give me some artists. Give me some... I, I gave you a couple couple of mine already, but who who would you put up there? I would also include uh, this band, Rye. Okay. R-H-Y-E. Mm-hmm. The first two years I listened to them, I could have sworn it was a female vocalist. And then I watched a live performance, and it's a dude. But it's a very, like, calming, rich-sounding bathroom music. I put Sade in there, obviously. I Honestly, I, I play Home Shake just because he has a album called In the Shower. Oh, Home, Shake's, Home Shake, I think, is the king of bathtub music. You know who I just thought of because, and I think I would put them on the list, um, and, and I made me think of it because I also thought that this band had a, f- a male lead, female lead singer, but it turns out it was a male. I put Silver Sun Pickups on that list. Ooh. Yeah, a little, little Sunday afternoon, Silver Sun Pickups in the See, bath. That's, that's my driving music. I, I get that, but like, there's still some Silver Sun you could throw on when you're just chilling. In the shower? Chilling. Yeah, there's a few songs that yeah. you play. Well, I, I also feel like, too, like I'm going to listen to a different soundtrack in the shower versus a different soundtrack in the bath. Like, bath, I'm straight just relaxing. I don't give a fuck. I might be there for for. An hour, maybe. I'll there. be there until I'm a white raisin. Exactly, but a shower, I'm in and out. Like the longest I'm in a, in a shower is is like really how long it takes me to drink that PBR. But I was just gonna say, like, like let's be real. Like, <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. And like, if I'm doing that, I'm pre gaming for Friday, Saturday night. So like, I'm not trying to be in there like all night because I'm trying to like get my shit together and go out. But all right, so we're talking about songs for the bath. We're gonna we're gonna call the executive. Um, I'm not going to say third member because he's definitely not third member, but we're going to call the executive first opinion that we always ask for when we're asking for an, an additional opinion when it comes to music on this pod. So let's call my dad. Can you hear it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Joe's here too. We have a very important question for you. I'm sitting down. All right. <laughs> um, so we're doing the podcast and we need your opinion. What are some of the best songs to listen to in the bathtub? In the what? In the bathtub. In the bathtub? I don't take a bath. <laughs> yeah, but in a hypothetical situation where you're, it's a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, it's a long week, you're just going to take a bath, what, what are you throwing on? Uh, are you looking for joke songs or like... Whatever no, you want. Legit, legit. Splish Splash, I'm taking a bath. That's, <laughs> that's so, a, I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. That's a good one. I'll okay. put that up there. I mean, I feel, like that's, I, don't... I feel like that's a good one when you're bathing your four-year-old, but like, I'm talking... Yeah, I'm... Well, that's the first thing that came to mind when you said taking a bath. <laughs> Is that Bobby Darren? Uh, I'm not sure. No, no, no. Yeah, your, your mother. Your mother is is proposing the Bert and Ernie song of Rubber Ducky. <laughs> I love it because <laughs> Ernie Ernie is in a bathtub when he sings that. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. That's the one. That's the one. Which Beatles album would you put on that list? What? Which Beatles album would you put on that list? What Beatles album? Yeah. Yellow Submarine. Ooh, that's, oh, that's, that's, perfect. that's, that's perfect. That's classic. All right, cool. That's all we needed. <laughs> what else? That's all we needed. So, all right. Bye. All right. Thank you for your bye. expertise. <laughs> that's my dad's expert, uh, expert opinion on bathtub music. I don't think he got the gist we were going for. But, um, yeah, so if you have bathtub music you would listen to, something you're chilling out, would you throw, hypothetical situation, you throwing, are you throwing bubbles in, or nah? Um, 
Yeah. I feel like I'm throwing bubbles in, yeah. too. I put bath salts in, actually. Just, Not the kind you get high <laughs> off of. No. That's definitely what I thought of. No, I have a, a, a bad ankle, so it alleviates my ankle pain. Do you think bath salts would help the scar for my knee? Absolutely. Yeah, I should probably. But clean the bathtub before you. Yeah, I'm not going to use the bathtub here. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. It's a hard <laughs> no. It's a hard no. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Andrew, why don't you tell us some new shit that you've been uh, watching on the flicks and the Hulu? Okay, so in this time of sickness, I have been crushing through some shit. I started like, a week and a half ago. I started watching Crashing on HBO, which is uh, about a uh, stand-up comedian and his like path to glory. Uh, the lead character is Pete Holmes who's a stand-up comedian, who's a Christian stand-up comedian. So, like, the first episode, he walks in on his, like, wife cheating on him. And, like, Ooh. they, like, met at, like, Christian day camp. And, like, yeah. That's where my parents met. Christian, well, it was a Christian singles dance. Yeah, that's not the same thing. Oh. <laughs> like, it wasn't, I don't even think it was a day camp. It was, like, a Christian, like, summer sleepaway camp. Oh, and wow. they met when they were, like, 13. And, like, were, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, it's a Christian show. Not really. Um, <laughs> Artie Lang is, like, in every episode in the first season. And he, yeah. Um, but it's been it's hilarious. It's on HBO. New episode coming out tonight, which I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked stoked for. Actually, Denny introduced me to it because he like brought it up, and I was like, why Why is it season three? And I'm just finding out about this show. The show's hilarious. It's very funny. Um, and watching that, um, I finished I finished F is for Family on Netflix, which is Bill Burr's show. I've been a little bit of a stand up comedian little kick right now. And the other show I've been watching is also on HBO. It's called High Maintenance, and it's about a pot dealer in Brooklyn. Now, look, I've watched a lot of shows about drug dealers, um, whether it's like Weeds, whether it's Narcos, Narcos, Sons of Anarchy. Those types of TV shows really like intrigue me. And so the concept of this show, it's a, it's a delivery pot dealer in Brooklyn who like bikes to places and then like sells people their pot. But like he's not the main character. He's kind of more of, like, the central cog between many of the different people. And, like, every episode's a different, unique short story. It's, like, he'll sell pot to, like, a divorcee who's, like, going through stuff. And, like, you kind of see her everyday life and in, in stuff. I watched the first season a couple years ago when it first dropped on, on HBO. And I kind of forgot about it. And I saw, actually, when we had Joe on the show with Trash Pup at Trash Pup on IG, um, he mentioned that it was coming back. And I didn't realize that it was coming back for season three. I just thought it was season two. So I've been catching up on season two to, to get ready for season three. And uh, it's really good. Like I said, every episode's like a new short story. It's one of the very few TV shows where you're kind of, you're on an episode once and then you're never on the series again. But I find it very unique because like you, there was one episode about uh, people in public housing here in New York and there was like the next episode. It, it also too, watching it now, having just moved to Brooklyn in June, like I actually know some of the neighborhoods that he's biking through and stuff. And it's, I find it very unique. Um, I think I used that word too many times. Uh, Home Shakes on a bunch of episodes. The soundtrack is very, very good. There was a song I was looking up the other night and there was like, it was a sound, a song that I could only find from a 16 year old artist that was her only track. Mobamba? No, it was not Mobamba, <laughs> which we did listen to before this podcast, by the way. The, ch- the song is by, is Warm Hands by Pretty Sick. Which you would absolutely love. I like the, the album cover. I was watching that episode and the song came up and I was like, wow. This, it's a, yeah, there's a really good... I mean, every HBO show has like a really good soundtrack to it. They always do a good job of including good good music inside of their shows. But um, High Maintenance has some really, really good tracks. But on top of it, like honestly, the cool thing I could say about it is I could put you in front of any episode ever. And because there's no continual storyline. While you're on HBO, mm-hmm. I... Uh... 
I've been improving my uh, Game of Thrones. Fuck yes! Material. Yeah, I just got to the point where the guy was going to become king, and then the queen and the the little bitch boy prince oh, was like, "No, I'm the king," and then everyone's murdered. Um. Yeah, Joffrey. Joffrey. You're talking about Ned Stark. You're talking about uh, yes. Um. Yeah, but don't I. What? I'm watching the other episodes tonight. Okay, good, good, good. I, I want to. I'm very excited for this. I'm so. I'm too. I'm, do you want to read the books? Not really. Okay, I have them. Thank I'm just you, offering. Um, but yeah, they're they're great. I, I read Harry Potter. Once. Oh, these are way better. Significantly better. Maybe they're not. They're actually not tough reads. Like people like get like thrown off because of how like long they are. But it's not like a. He doesn't use like douchey like high. I still got to finish East of Eden. Yeah, I haven't read that. It's it's good. The first two hundred and fifty pages are solid. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I still got three fifty to go. Good to go. And then the other thing I watched, it's been the talk of everybody out there this week, is the two Fire Festival documentaries. One came out on Netflix and one came out on uh, Hulu. I don't have Hulu yet, but if you uh, listen to this pod and have a code, you can slide your boys yes, away. And we will have Ja Rule on the playlist. No. <laughs> Fuck Ja Rule. Um, yeah, so Fire Festival was a failed attempt to hold a music festival in the Bahamas. And honestly, the the documentary on Netflix was really good. We talked about it a little bit on our last episode about how Andy King was going to suck a dick to uh, get get water through customs. It it's trust me, you've seen something, some sort of meme. I mean, what Fire Festival? Everything that that I mean, they worked with Fuck Jerry. They they I mean, the memes that came out of it, the picture of the to- the bread with cheese was is like one of the most iconic internet pictures in the last like year and a half, which is weird to say, but it's just a fact. Um, I know a lot of people watched both of them. I, like I said, I haven't, but uh, I would definitely check them out. Everybody's talking about it right now. So honestly, it's like a great opener on any dating app right now. Hey, which fire festival documentary did you want to enjoy more? But where would you, uh, hypothetical situation. Let's say we had the money to like do a music festival. Where would you want to do one? The and South Pole. I wouldn't. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That'd be dope. With all the penguins around. Hell yeah. I, I wouldn't go South Pole because I fucking hate the cold. And like, I, get space heaters. You're okay. We're doing enough damage to the polar ice caps as it is, Dick. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to be cold. I don't either. So don't do it at the South Pole. But think of the think of the story. I mean, well, actually, I'll I'll flip that. Let's do some Northern Lights shit. Let's go to like Iceland or some shit and like do it there. Oh, that yeah. they have shit in Iceland though. Do they have music? Like I'm pretty a, sure they have festivals in Iceland. I'm like 99% sure they have festivals in Iceland. Yeah, but like, I'm not talking about for like Iceland music. I'm talking for like... No, they get they get real bands to play Iceland. Okay. And Sigaros. Okay. Anywhere else? Uh, I would have... It'd be like a weird festival on all these rooftops in Brooklyn. That I see. That's kind of what I was going to so say. So it's but... like you got to like pay $5 and you see fucking... Uh, well, Sonic Youth isn't a band anymore. You see Modest Mouse on the roof of, I don't know, see, 295 like, Brooklyn. That, that's, like, the cool thing about, like, my block is that you could put, like, a band on, like, one of the rooftops and everyone could just, like, walk over to that band. Yeah. That would be really But it would be, like, every few blocks because, yeah. like, there'd be bleeding from the music. You yeah, know? absolutely. And I feel like if you did it right, like, you'd find a way where, like, maybe you do, like, the lowest block like the the blocks with like the lowest ceilings yeah the highest crime rates get the the shitty bands and then i didn't say that you said that but (laughs) we get the block with the lowest ceiling the lowest rooftops and then like the 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 like the houses across the street if they're higher 
you could like sell tickets to that one and those would be like the cheaper seats so like you're not up in the pit but you can still like take in the music and stuff because obviously we're gonna crank that and shit. if you're feeling ballsy you can jump rooftop to rooftop i didn't say that you did but again one of us is feeling more ballsy always yes. I but would... i'm not sick so fuck you <laughs> so like like we were saying andrew's a little under the weather so he recently okay i thought i was being really unique and original the other night when i got out of work and was like I'm going to pick up a bottle of Jameson because whiskey is supposed to be good for you when your like sinuses are all fucked up and your, your throat's sore. So obviously, it works for the Irish. Right. Well, I am Irish, so I went and got <laughs> a bottle of Jameson. And I was like, oh, I need some tea. I'll just throw some tea and honey and, and, and you know, splash in a little Jameson. And he thought he invented this amazing new mixed drink. And I'm yeah. like, dude, that's just a hot toddy. Yeah, so uh, me going to school, um, I thought I created a hot toddy, but uh, apparently I can't trademark this and serve it at, at bars. But I'm yeah. drinking one right now. It's really good. And you feel a million times better? I wouldn't. I mean, from like Wednesday morning when I woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning, uh, if you know me, I don't get out of bed until before 11 a.m. You could thank the Jameson. Yeah, I woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning and I could feel my throat swelling. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing better since then. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, I think that's, that's all we got. got. <laughs> that's all we got. Um, so now you know if you're sick, go for the Jameson. Yeah, go for the Jameson and do what I do. Grab some tea and a little honey. The honey is the important part, man. That's the shit that like is like better for healing your throat. I don't know. I'm, I'm convinced it's the Jameson. I mean, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's definitely why I went to the yeah, liquor None store. of that cheap shit. No um, old crow. Dude, the, no bankers. The, uh, the, the liquor store by me is like the sketchiest liquor store I've ever been to in my entire life. Like the entire place is... Like, you know how you go to like bulletproof a, glass, you bulletproof yep. glass around everything. You have to like pick out what bottle from a behind the glass. It's yeah, it's times are rough. Yeah, I need to move. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know anybody who has an open room in their apartment in Brooklyn, uh, again, hit your boy in the DMs at Andrew Pizarro at at Brickhouse Pod No C. And until next time, we out. Peace.